welcome to episode 27 of Vibing in Valentino. So you guys know the drill. Before we get into our guest of the week, I am going to talk about a product that I am completely obsessed with. So if you guys follow me on Instagram, you will probably have seen this product on my IG story. I posted it the day I got back from DC. So that flight was like five to six hours, super drying. Um, If you guys want to hear all about my travel tips, which includes how I pack, how I survive the airplane, all the airplane germs, all the dehydration. My very, very first episode, I will link it in the show notes below, gives you all the details on what I do when I travel. But back to this stellar product. It's so good. So, okay, my flight to DC, I it was so early and I was coming off of like an all-nighter. I think I like, what did I do? Oh, I went to hookah with Angie and then I like didn't really sleep. My flight was at like eight in the morning. So I had to like pack and everything still. I put on this glow recipe avocado hydrating sleep mask and jumped on the plane. Okay, slept on the plane, landed and my skin was glowy as fuck. Like, Like the glow was unreal. I looked photoshopped in real life and I never say that about my skin ever so I'm astonished I'm amazed you guys would think that like what the hell is a sleep mask if you guys have never tried it up until I tried this product I never tried a sleep mask before on my face you guys would think it's like like a mask seems so thick and like sticky and slimy it's none of that so you put on a really light layer it's not like your hair gets stuck to it none of the nasty shit you wash it off and your skin is just amazing and now i will never ever ever fly without it so i have put it in my obsessed with it page and i have linked it in the show notes down below so my obsessed with it page is all the things that are not sponsored that i have created it's kind of like a one-stop shop i have a page for beauty products i have a page for home goods i have a page for fitness equipment um, and like vitamin supplements are all on the same page, but I just basically give you guys links to find all the things that I use every single day that I am obsessed with. And what's fantastic about it is none of this shit is sponsored. Like, I mean, I wish Sephora was sponsoring me. I wish <laughs> Fret, the sheets that I have, oh my God, yes, the best sheets ever was sponsoring me because those sheets are pretty pricey not gonna lie to you but they are worth it yeah i was just being sponsored but i'm not so this is just out of the real bottom of my heart love these things so if you guys want to go check it out go shop everything is linked for you the captions are personalized so you guys know why i love every single product and also if you guys want to save a little bit of money on you know your christmas presents i have also linked my ebates or my rakuten discount code in the show notes below if you guys sign up spend $25 you guys get $10 back right away and if you guys don't know what that is Rakuten is also the real fucking deal I am obsessed with it it's you shop literally any any brand any brand there's so many products like brands that you wouldn't think are on there on there like I just recently purchased a Burberry jacket from Saks Fifth Avenue and I got 
11% cash back and things like that they add up you guys so yeah if you guys want to go get some holiday shopping done and save a little bit of money sign up in the link down below with that being said let's get right into our conversation with our guests of the week can't wait for you guys to hear this conversation week is a powerful manifester. She is a manifestation coach, a blogger, and a podcaster. And do you guys really want to know the craziest part? She's still in college. Like, I, <laughs> oh my god, crazy to me. Michaela Jai, welcome to Vibing in Valentino. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. And <laughs> I love when people brag about me being in college still. <laughs> Girl, I'm shocked. Yeah, it's a balance. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about yourself. Hmm, me. Okay. Hi, guys. I'm Michaela, like she said. Um, so in school, I study French fashion and international studies, just mm -hmm. kind of all the things that I love. But I am a manifestation success coach and a personal development influencer. I live in Nebraska. I'm never, ever home. I am like such a travel bug. I'm always all over the world, um, which is a very interesting balance when it comes to school. But I'm obsessed with spirituality. I'm covered in like all these spiritual tattoos and just like a vibrant, like bubbly 21 year old. <laughs> I love it. And I mean, a lot of people don't discover their spiritual path or begin, you know, energy work until way later in life. What do you think made right. you want to pursue this at such a young age? Yeah, it really stemmed from my life being what I call like a shit show. So I always say I went from like the shit show to the front row because I like love flying <laughs> first class. Um, <laughs> so my life was just kind of a mess. Like I have a lot of weird family issues, like a weird upbringing. And I used to be like the most negative person mm -hmm. I knew, which is crazy because I'm just like, so positive and like vibrant now it's like even weird to think that that was the same person right. but I actually did this study abroad trip after my freshman year of college I spent five weeks in France um, going to school and I remember just being at like that like fuck this moment when you're like something has to change mm -hmm. because I was so miserable I was working full-time before I left um, because my study abroad was like in the middle of the summer so I was working full-time I was just so miserable and so unhappy that I was like okay I'm I'm going to go on this trip. I'm going to be the version of myself that I've always wanted to be, which is like vibrant, bubbly, like, you know, the kind of girl who like lights up the room when she walks in. Mm -hmm. Like that's who I was in my core, but wasn't being that. And so I used the study abroad as an opportunity to be that because I didn't know a single person. And I was like, okay, well, if they don't know me, I can be whoever I want to be. And that was like my integration period. And when I came home, I really dove into spirituality and more so just like living a positive life and going into the personal development because I wanted to maintain the new positive version of myself that I was. So I dove into every resource possible, like YouTube videos, documentaries, books, podcasts, like Pinterest articles, like literally everything. Mm -hmm. And just became so passionate about it that I was like, I have to teach other people about this. So it was a path that I like stumbled upon just from like a fuck this kind of moment. <laughs> yeah, I think everybody has to hit that point where they're so not satisfied and discontent with the way their life is for them to change, truly mm -hmm. want to change. Yeah, 100%. Because it's like, and I, people ask me this a lot. They're like, how do I help other people manifest? Like, how can I get my boyfriend on board and stuff? And it's like, 
you can't change them. They have to want to change them. They have to want to manifest their dream life or else the changes they make aren't going to really sink in. And so I think that when we go through those like breakdown moments, it's almost the most powerful time because you're like, okay, can't get any worse than this. So it's just uphill from here and you actually want to implement change. So I'm so grateful for every experience I've had, like with, like I said, my weird upbringing and my family issues and then just being negative, like so grateful for all of it because I wouldn't be who I am today without those like breakdown moments yeah so it's like whatever bullshit you went through in the past it's only like serving to build a foundation for you so you really have no choice but to be grateful for it mm-hmm. yeah. 100%. it's up to us to like create that empowering perspective too it's like we can look at everything that's happened and we can choose to be a victim or we can choose to flip the script and be like no I'm a powerful ass bitch because I've been through this 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 and that and Mm -hmm. I continue to pick myself up and move forward yeah what was the moment you realized this manifestation thing is legit like what was what was that moment Mm, I feel like I've had several this is the (laughs) funny thing like I've had I had a moment where I was like, okay, this is real because I saw other people doing it. And Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, well, if it can work for them, it can work for me. So that was probably like the first moment. But the moment that it really sunk in for me that I was like, holy shit, this is real was actually last October. I went on a trip to Hawaii because Mm -hmm. it was included in like a group coaching program that I was in. And I really couldn't afford this trip. Like I had spent the last of the money in my bank account paying for my flight because it is not cheap nor easy to get to Hawaii from Nebraska. Um, So I spent all my money on like the cheapest ticket ever. And then our event was at the Ritz Carlton. So I spent like a lot of the rest of my money on that. And I literally went with $25 in my bank account, but I was so determined to get my ass to Hawaii that like that's all that was going to happen. And this was a year ago last month. That's another like super crazy thing. But um, I went on this trip and I had to pay rent when I got home. And I also had the group program um, payment due right after the trip. So I had like all these expenses, $25 in my bank account. I didn't even know how I was going to eat in Hawaii. Like it was just a thing. But all I had to do was surrender. (laughs) You know, when you're like in that point where you're so deep in the trenches, there's nothing you can do but surrender and allow miracles to come through. And for me, I was like, okay, like the universe has to show up with the cash in hand because I don't have any other choice. And I knew while I was on this retreat, I wouldn't be like working. I wouldn't be like promoting my services or like actively selling. So I was like, literally a miracle has to happen. Mm -hmm. And lo and behold, the last day I go to the airport to leave, to go back to Nebraska. And I like got to my gate right at boarding time, but nobody is boarding. Like everybody's just standing there in line and nobody's really saying anything. And it was storming in Hawaii. So what happened was we couldn't leave with a full plane of people because it was dangerous with the storm. And because I bought the cheapest ticket and was like group boarding nine or something, I actually got denied boarding access. Um, I couldn't board the plane. And I waited all night, literally four hours for them to reorganize everybody's flights. I was the last person to get a flight rebooked for the next day. And they ended up putting me in like a five-star beach resort hotel overnight, um, booking me a flight for the next day, bumping me up to like premium economy, paying for my cabs, everything. 
And I'm like, okay, like, fuck yeah, this is awesome. I get a whole extra day in Hawaii, like staying at this nice resort for free. And I like grab all my stuff to go. And they're like, wait, ma'am, like, do you want to be compensated with a travel voucher or a check for $1,300? And I'm like, what? <laughs> I was like, um, check please. And they wrote me a check on the spot and it ended up covering everything. And I basically got paid to go to Hawaii. And that was the moment that I was like, this shit works. <laughs> what? It was absolutely insane. Like I remember walking out with the check in hand, my plane ticket for the next day, the voucher for the hotel, like, and the Hawaii airport where I was at in Maui, it's like half indoors, half outdoors. I just remember like walking outside and just laughing and looking up at the moon. It was like two in the morning at that point. And I just remember laughing, looking at the sky and being like, okay, like, let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was absolutely insane. <laughs> oh my God. What do you have to say then to skeptics? People who are just kind of like, this does not work. Like this, this is just a bunch of new age fad that people <laughs> are going through. Yeah. A lot of people will hit me with that or they'll hit me with like, uh, oh, you just got lucky. Like, oh, yeah. you just right place, right time. And it's like, first of all, I don't believe in coincidences. So I always tell people that I'm like, everything happens for a reason. And I always tell people just think about like, when something went extremely wrong in your life, and how that led to something that was extremely right. And that is manifestation in itself. But what I tell people who really just don't resonate with the manifestation, the woo side of it, I break it down really simply. Manifestation is just goal setting. When you set a goal, like you set a goal to achieve, whether that's like a certain fitness outcome, money goal, career goal, that's like the thing you want to manifest. And the steps you take towards your goal are the exact same steps you're taking towards your manifestation. It's literally no different at all. It's just a different verbiage. And I think when people don't resonate with the spiritual side of it, I just say, okay, well, like, what are your goals for the month? What steps are we going to take? How's it going to feel when you reach that goal? And we just make it way more practical. And then we bring in energy work into it. And that's kind of what makes it manifesting, right? A hundred percent. Yeah. And people just get so wrapped up. And I think it's because right now, or like in the last like two years manifestation has become kind of a buzzword that mm -hmm. it has this like super spiritual connotation and that can freak some people out if they're not spiritual like maybe they're religious or maybe they're even atheists and they're just like oh that's like some weird woo stuff like mm -hmm. I don't know about that but it's just a word that we don't normally use in our society but like I study French and we read a, a lot a lot of French texts and so many books will say like oh, it was the manifestation of his love for her, blah, 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 blah. Like in French, they use that word all the time. It's like, we're just not used to it in English, but mm -hmm. really it's just the creation because all manifestation is, is like having a vision for what you want and going after it. Exact same thing as goal setting. We just make it more complicated because people want to put up barriers and self-sabotage, which we don't want to do. Yeah. What are your techniques that you use for manifestation? What are some of your tried and true techniques? Tried and true. So I have this four-step process that I use for manifestation. I'll just break it down really simply. So the first thing I do is decide what you want. 
decision is the most important thing that you can do. It's like, okay, if you want a car, what kind of car, what color, what interior, like get very, very specific about every single thing you want. That's something I've been going through recently is like looking at where I want to own properties in the future. Like I want to own several homes across the world. And it's like, okay, where do I want these homes? What neighborhood, how many bedrooms and getting just really specific on the details deciding what you want. So that's the first step with manifesting anything. And the second thing you want to do is kind of match the vibe. So this is where we get to the more like woo kind of spiritual side. But all it is, is like the things that you want, they have a certain energy about them. When you walk into a Louis Vuitton store, you feel a certain energy. You feel like an elevated vibe. Or when you walk into a nice restaurant, you just know. And so when you're thinking about this thing that you desire, what's the vibe of it? What's the feeling it brings you? And how can you start to bring that into your everyday? So using the example of like my properties that I want to own, when I walk into my penthouse apartment in Paris that I'll own in the future, like that's going to feel elevated. It's going to feel like it's going to feel homey. It's going to feel relaxed. Like I belong there. So then my job becomes, how can I bring those feelings into my life now? How can I feel elevated every single day in my own home? How can I make my own home feel more homey and relaxed? So that's the second step is just kind of bringing in the feelings. Mm -hmm. The third thing you want to do hmm, is what I like to call is trick your brain. So a lot of people say like act as if it's already done. Um, but really what you're doing when you're tricking your brain is taking action from a place of I already have the thing. So what I tell people is if you already had the thing, if you already had the promotion, the money, the car, the house, what would you be doing? Mm -hmm. What would you be thinking. And so what you're doing is you're going to start thinking that way. You're going to start taking those action steps as if it's already done because your subconscious mind doesn't know what is real and what is fake. So that way you kind of start manifesting it because in your brain it's already done. And then your subconscious mind goes, oh, well, like you're taking action like it's done, but it's not here. And so it starts to look for it. There's actually a part of your brain called the reticular activating system that goes and searches for that and starts to bring it into your life. And then the last thing I do is just really focus on my relationship with the universe. And if you're religious, your relationship with God, whatever, whatever you believe in, whatever you resonate with, focusing on that and trusting. And I call this step like the lack of how, because the how is never our job. Our job is to take action that we feel inspired to, to take and to feel the feelings and then just trust. So how can you surrender? How can you ask for a sign if you feel like you're doubting? How can you calm your mind and know that it's going to be yours at the end of the day? So those are like my four like tried and true steps that help me manifest literally anything. That's so amazing, especially the third step where you have to embody that spirit of the person that you want to be. It's like kind of like yeah. embodying your more elevated, higher self for mm -hmm. things to happen. It's so cool. Exactly. And then when you do that, like you're taking action from that place of being that person. And when you're being that person, that person just gets X results. Mm -hmm. So the most natural and the most, the thing that makes the most sense after that is to receive your manifestation. It's like, that's just the most natural thing. And yeah. bringing it back to like the goal setting perspective, it's like, okay, if you set a goal to get a college degree, what are your action steps going to be? Go to class, take your exams you know, study. And when you take each of those steps, you know that the end result is graduating. So right. we just need to think of manifestation in the exact same way. When you know you're showing up as this version of yourself, when you're taking the action steps, you're doing the work, you're just going to naturally get that result. 
Yeah. Can you break down your entire energy work practice for us? So like your your rituals, how consistent are you with your practice? Oh, daily practice is everything. Mm-hmm. It's everything. And I think we talked about this when I interviewed you for my podcast. Mm-hmm. It's just like the little things you do every single day. It's just like that really adds up. That's so important. Just building towards the life you want. So for me, something I do, the first thing I do every single morning is make my bed because that already curates my mindset of completion of, okay, I've woken up and I've already completed something. And I think the space that you're in has a huge impact on how you get things done. So if my room is clean and put together, my mind is usually clean and put together and then I get more done. Um, So I make my bed every single morning. Mm -hmm. I meditate every single day. Usually I meditate at night right before I go to bed and I will really visualize like that dream life I'm trying to create. So if there's something specific that I'm um, really focusing on manifesting, I will visualize receiving that and like that coming into my life and embodying those feelings, my visualization or meditation. Um, And then I do that right before bed because that kind of marinates my subconscious mind while I sleep. That's a good tip. Yeah. It just like rests in your brain all night because then you kind of, you know, you're popping like in and out of consciousness as you're falling asleep essentially and then your brain is like whoa okay this is real but like is it you know it's just like a good thing to do I love doing that and then every single day I journal very very important to me what I do in my journal every day is I am like doing the shadow work I'm doing the clearing work the things that are like scary that we don't really want to face about ourselves or the fears we're feeling I work through them every single day because if you're manifesting say like a money goal. So you set like a money goal for the month. Mm-hmm. Um, what you need to do is clear all of the fears and doubts around not receiving it. How's that going to come in? Like, who am I to have that much money? All of those doubts that are sitting in your brain, they're just it's energy. It's all energy. And it's going to sit in your body until you focus on them. So you have to show them, you have to give them a space to exist so it can clear out of your body. So you no longer have that fear and doubt inside of you and you Mm -hmm. only have certainty. So I journal through the fears and doubts every single day. Um, I usually do a goddess mantra. Right now I'm working with the goddess Kali or Kali. She's very, very feisty. She's the smasher of the negative ego. (laughs) So I do like a goddess mantra. I have crystals all over my room. And then honestly, a part of my like energy work would also be working out. I am obsessed with the gym Mm -hmm. and when you're in the gym, I'm, this is why it's a spiritual thing for me. You're moving your body. And when you're moving your body, you're moving your energy. And when you're moving your energy, things can come up to the surface to come out. So a lot of times I'll work out and it'll bring up like a weird emotion. Like maybe I'll start to feel like kind of sad or like maybe I'll start to, I'll remember something that made me really upset. And it's not me feeling that way. It's just that energy coming out of my body because I'm moving my body. And so it's a very spiritual thing for me to do to go to the gym move around, also fill myself back up with those endorphins when I finish my workout and sweating. Sweating is such a good way to release because the water element is the element of emotion. So there's like fire, water, air, and earth. Mm -hmm. So water is for emotion. And when you're sweating, you're essentially sweating out emotions. You're releasing that energy from your body. So I like to sit in the sauna and just visualize all the sweat is really just me releasing all of like the pent up shit that I don't want in my life anymore. 
So those are like some of my rituals. I have so many. And there's also like random things I'll do like EFT tapping if I feel like I need it. Yeah, I have so many, but those are like my consistent ones that I do every single day. Yeah, the fitness thing really, really resonates. I was on your podcast to talk about fitness, but you approach it in a much more holistic way, I think, than I do in the sense that you understand the spiritual side of fitness which is so amazing and it made me fall in love with fitness even more just knowing that it really could be it's it goes beyond the physical a hundred percent and then it's like also with the working out thing it's you embodying your higher self at the same time because i ask a lot of clients you know like who is your higher self what is she like and almost every single one says she goes to the gym or she goes to yoga there's some kind of fitness practice in there Mm -hmm. so when you can make that commitment to make it part of your daily ritual whether that's 30 minutes of fasted cardio in the morning a full body lift you know like biking and watching netflix whatever you can commit to you're just taking one step closer to embodying the energy of your next level self and that can just become a part of your daily practice yeah What was the best advice anyone has given you about manifestation? I think the most important thing that I've learned about manifestation through other people, because like I said, when I started learning about this, I read every book, listened to every podcast, documentaries, up and down. But I think the best thing that I ever got out of all those trainings is to like feel the feelings before it happens. Because manifestation at its core is about feelings you know actually anything in life it's always about feelings we want a certain body because it makes us feel a certain way we want a certain number in our bank accounts to make us feel safe we want um, a travel experience because it makes us feel alive we're always chasing feelings and when you realize that you can ask yourself okay these things that i want to manifest these goals i want to achieve what are what's the feeling that i'm really going after and when you can start to bring that into your daily routine that's why it's part of my manifestation routine um when you can start to bring that feeling into your daily life you're skipping you're quantum leaping you're like skipping all the steps and it's totally okay because then you're starting to feel that feeling and then all the other things in your life are just going to fall into place because you're already embodying that feeling. So feeling it before it's already done is extremely, extremely important. It's next step visualization. I struggle with feeling what I'm supposed to be feeling, but I can visualize all day, girl. I just don't know how to like <laughs> get to that like feeling stage. Mm, I don't know if that happens yeah. to any of your clients, but it's just like, okay, like I can see it. But like when people say you have to feel it, you have to like, feel what it's like to drive the car. I'm like, oh my God, how do I get there? Yeah, no, I love that. And a lot of people struggle with this. And I also think that there's all like the clairs, the psychic abilities like clairvoyant, clairsentience, mm-hmm. and certain people have stronger clairs than others. For me, one of my like strongest ones is like I can feel, like I just know when it comes to certain things. So if you can visualize all day, like maybe you're clairvoyant where seeing it is just easier for you. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to like really bring curating those feelings, I think the simplest way to break it down is think like, okay, for example, if you want a car, okay. When I have the car, I'm going to feel bougie. Okay, great. So we'll take that feeling. So then what we're going to do is we're going to write in our journal, okay, um, I feel bougie. And then you're going to make a list of two ways that you can feel bougie today. Okay, I feel bougie when I get dressed up, do my hair, makeup, and like go out and like look super hot. Great. That's one of your action steps for the day. 
The second thing is I feel bougie when I know I'm that bitch and it's just like an energy thing. So you're like, okay, I'm going to get all dressed up, cute, go out, and I'm going to know that I'm that bitch and that's how I curate feeling bougie. That's all you have to do to break it down the simplest ways um, and just try not to put too much pressure on it. That is fucking amazing though. I love that. Cause you would never think to break it down like that. But when you said it, yeah. it just sounds so simple. Exactly. I like to make things super simple and practical because I think with a lot of manifestation stuff, it becomes overwhelming. Like there's so much and it's like, like you said, it's like, oh, I need to know how it feels to drive the car yeah. and all that. And it's like, no, just like tap into the feelings you can tap into. And I actually just bought a new car last month. I just got a Tesla and I, congratulations. Thank you. She's my baby. I'm, her name is Tessa the Tesla. Um, (laughs) but I was visualizing it every single night when I was manifesting like the money for my deposit for my car. And I had never sat in a Tesla. I just ordered it online and I'd never sat in a Tesla. I'd never driven a Tesla. And so for me, it didn't feel natural to like, feel the feelings of driving the car because my brain couldn't go there because it's never happened before. Mm -hmm. Um, And so what I could feel though was me walking into the store and signing paperwork because I've signed paperwork before. I knew that I was going to sign paperwork before my car and I could see and visualize and feel the feelings of them handing me the key because I had bought a car in the past and I know what it's like for somebody to hand you the keys to your new car. Um, which jokes on me because Teslas don't actually have a key to the car, but you know, it's like, that's, that doesn't matter. That's besides the point. So it's like, figure out what elements of your manifestation that you already know that you have experienced and then just take your past experience and apply it to the manifestation. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's, that's really cool. Yeah. So that would be like, either map out, like we said, pick the feeling and see what are two things I can do today to cultivate that or do the visualization practice. I would say whatever resonates with you guys, whatever it sounds like, okay, that's something I want to try, go with it. You know, you don't have to do both. You don't have to do all the things. Pick what like stands out to you, which like feels right. You mentioned quantum leaping a little bit ago. Like, Yeah. yeah, what is that? Oh my God. I love, I love quantum stuff. Okay. So (laughs) this is a, this is the science behind manifestation, which I am obsessed with. I love quantum physics and quantum mechanics and breaking it down to like the simplest, simplest terms is there are quantum particles in our reality and as soon, and they're like kind of spinning. So the thing about quantum particles is they hold a positive and a negative charge at the same time. And it's so think about it. It's just like it's spinning. It's spinning. All the possibilities are spinning. When you decide something, it's going to stop spinning. And that particle is going to start to work for you to bring you what you want. Because of this thing in science called quantum entanglement, (laughs) there are certain quantum particles that are grouped together by similar characteristics. So think about it as like your family, you know, you guys are related. So that's Mm -hmm. like your quantum entanglement. And when you make a decision, sometimes it affects your family members. So with these quantum particles, they simultaneously and instantaneously interact with each other. So this particle is spinning, you decide I'm going to buy a car, that's that. The quantum particle is immediately going to entangle with others to start to bring you the car to start to bring you whatever you decide you want to manifest. So quantum manifestation and quantum leaping, it's all about 
like instant manifestation, very, very quick results. And I'm a super impatient person. So this is something I'm very passionate about because I'm like, oh yeah, let's manipulate this. Let's use this. So when we're quantum leaping, the two most important things that I can tell you guys to do is one, decide wholeheartedly. When I put down the deposit for my car online, um, because when you buy a Tesla, you buy it online, you put down like $2,500. After that, I was like, I'm making this work. I don't care how much of a deposit I have to put down after, I'm going to make this work. Mm -hmm. And it's quantum, all you need is one decision, one wholehearted decision, and everything will rearrange to work in your favor. So you have to be like unwilling to change your decision when you are deciding on something. So that's one thing that's super important in quantum leaping because everything around you is going to change to line up to give you what you want. And the second thing is when you're quantum leaping, you really want to step into that higher self identity. Because like we said earlier, like when you're being her, you're getting results like she would. And so say you will just go with the car example. So you decided you want this car. Okay, who is the version of you who already has the car? What outfits is she wearing in the car? What handbag is in the passenger seat? What drinks are she is she allowing in the car? I'm like, for me, I'm I have white interior in my car. I'm like, absolutely no red drinks in the car. So before you receive the car, I am stopping allowing anybody bringing red drinks in my old car. And so you start to take action as if it's already done. And when you really commit to that, that's when you quantum leap. Oh my goodness. Mind blowing shit. And it's so simple. And like, there is a lot of science behind it, which is so fascinating. And if you guys are very like practical, realistic, look it up. There's so many YouTube videos on um, quantum physics Mm -hmm. that will explain everything. But I think it just boils down to those two things. Like it can be so simple. We don't need to know the science. You just need to know that that's how the particles work. I have literally learned this in my physics class at my university, not the manifestation side of it, but the science side. So it's very real, but we can just make it simple. We can just accept that that's the way the world works and start to use it in our favor. It's fascinating, this topic. It's so good. What are some signs that your manifestations or energy work is working? Mm, oh, I love this. Okay, so some really common ones are like angel numbers. People mm-hmm. see these all the time. So that's like 111, 222, 333. And they all have their own meanings. So what I love to do when I see one that I'm not like familiar with. So like, I don't know, one I always forget is like 777. Like, I don't know the meaning of that off the top of my head. So I'll just Google like 777 angel number meaning. Uh-huh. And one thing is you can scroll through like Google images and people have made so many like quotes they'll be like 777 means this isn't that but you're gonna find like 50 of them and they're all gonna be slightly different what I like to do is just scroll through those read them and when I find one that resonates with me I know that's the message that I'm supposed to get Mm. Uh, so I like look for the one that fits me best and I'm like oh yeah this is my sign Mm -hmm. so any angel number really will be a good sign and then you can take it a step further to look up the meaning that's one way For me, I know that like everything is going according to plan when there's a clear blue sky outside, which is so random, but I just feel like when there are no clouds in the sky and it's clear blue, I have really clear intuition and I know it's been the same for some of my clients. So that's a really good one. Um, And then everybody has like signs from the universe. So you can pick a sign and every time you see it, you know you're on the right track. So I'm like obsessed with Range Rovers. That's going to be my next car. So anytime I see a Range Rover, I know that like I'm on the right track. Yeah. So 
you're wondering like, oh, well, how do I find a sign? Just ask the universe, like, hey, universe, what's my sign? And the first thing to pop into your mind, that's going to be your sign. Mm. Um, and then like the last one I will say is a lot of times people think feathers are a sign. So if you see like a feather on the ground, that usually means something like that you're on the right track, that things are coming your way. I love it because I so was good, right? <laughs> yes, so good because I've been trying to manifest a new car and I want a G wagon. Oh my god, perfect! Ooh, oh my god, that's on my list. Girl, too. <laughs> I keep seeing G wagons everywhere. Granted, I'm in LA, but I mean, a G wagon is not as common as a lot of no. other cars. I'll be like, I like, I'm picturing my car and like, I'll see a white G wagon, which is what I want. Drive by. Yeah, no, that's a hundred percent a sign. I think that all the time, like. I was voice noting one of my good friends this morning uh, just about something I was really excited about and then randomly out of nowhere I see a Range Rover and I was like that's how I know like that the things I'm talking about where I'm at right now that's all in alignment the second you see it because like I said I don't believe in coincidences like it's all happening for a reason and that means you're energetically like available for that in your awareness so that's so good look for all the G-Wagons I know I'm like send me more G-Wagons universe yes send me one to my driveway next please (laughs) (laughs) okay but what if somebody's like manifesting real hard and the results aren't showing up does that ever happen so yes all the time and when that happens first of all I always like to say it's just not here yet and that there's more clearing to do so this will come back to your daily practice and your journaling is where I do a lot of my clearing so a lot of times say you're manifesting a car and you've been manifesting it for so long and you're doing all the right things but it's just not lining up I would go to my journal and I would say I would literally write down why do I feel like I don't deserve a brand new car Mm -hmm. and anything that comes up after that like that's what needs to be cleared or what part of me doesn't believe that I can actually have the car what part of me doesn't even want the car and just clearing at like such a deep deep level and really identifying where that comes from so with the deserving question of being like okay like I feel like I don't deserve the car because somebody told me that like new cars are frivolous and I don't need that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, well, how did you know that was true? When you think about it, it's like, you only knew that was true because it came from somebody you trusted and what, and you thought they were always right. But that doesn't mean they're always right. And so then you can clear like that almost like inner child, like, I don't know, the child work is what a lot of people call it. Mm -hmm. Just on such a deep level and that will open you up to receive more because when we clear that we make more energetic space to receive the things that we want and if we don't have the energetic space to receive the thing then we won't receive it in the physical world so then we have to take it to the journal and be like okay what needs to be cleared so it's more so about like you're subconsciously blocking any blessings that are trying to come your way that's why it's not showing up Yep, exactly. And coming back to this idea of space. So you need to have physical space and energetic space to receive anything. Say you want a new handbag. You need to have space in your closet to like put the handbag. Like where are you going to put the bag when you get home from work or from the gym or whatever? So that's like the physical space. So maybe you get rid of an old handbag and you have that. But do you have the energetic space 
for you to go pick out that bag? Like, do you have the energy and the time to like pick out which one you want to put in the work to get the money for the one you want to know you deserve to have the nice bag that you want? So it's like all of the mindset stuff behind it as well. You have to have that energetic space. And a lot of people block themselves from receiving cars because some cars require a lot of maintenance, Mm -hmm. whether that's like an oil change or, you know, just airing up tires, getting car washes. And some people don't have time for that or they think they tell themselves they don't have time for that. So then they don't have the energetic space for it because they think they're too busy to maintain and then they end up self-sabotaging so they don't even get the car. Yeah, it's like they're trying to convince themselves that it's less of a hassle to not have the car. Exactly, exactly. And I actually experienced this like a month or so ago because I realized I was judging myself for how I was spending money. And I was like, oh, well, like, I should be saving more. I should be investing more and not like spending so much on traveling all the time and buying new cars and stuff. And I was judging myself. And so then I was capping myself from receiving more money because if I don't have more money, I can't spend more and then I can't judge myself for it. Mm. So it's really interesting to identify these patterns of where we're blocking ourselves because that is what is blocking the manifestation. Nothing else, just ourselves. Yeah. I would say, honestly, the hardest thing about all of this energy work is it requires you to be so honest with yourself. And that's oh my God, something yeah. a lot of people aren't prepared to do. Yeah. you And I always say, like, how willing are you to get the things that you want? And I realized that, like, I have created so many results so young, so quickly, because I'm just willing to do things other people aren't. I'm willing to be honest with myself. I'm willing to roast myself in my journal. I'm willing to cry it out if I need to. Um, you just have to be willing. You have to be willing to look at the parts of yourself you want to avoid. Yeah. Hyper self-awareness is what I like to call it. Can you give the listeners maybe three hacks or resources that you found really valuable in your spiritual journey? One of my favorite things is EFT tapping when you are like really in the thick of your emotions. So Mm -hmm. say you're like laying in bed, just like drowning in anxiety and you're like, oh my God, I need more money or I need whatever. Mm -hmm. What I like to do is just search on YouTube um, EFT tapping for blank. If you're feeling anxious, look up EFT tapping for anxiety. If Mm. you look up one for money, one for love, one for feeling stagnant. Um, And what you're doing is tapping on the energy meridians in your body so you process through that energy same thing as like when we're working out or moving that energy that's what tapping is doing and you can do it in like five to ten minutes it's so good and like i said there's tons of free videos on youtube i love brad yates and gala darling they have really good tapping videos okay so that's one of my favorites I guess the second one would be working out still. Like that is like such a big manifestation thing for me because it's like you're embodying the version of yourself you want to be. You're moving the energy around. You're sweating out the emotions. And it's just so good for your body and mind to get in the gym. So if you can do anything physical, whether it's going for a walk in your neighborhood, going to a twerk class, like I don't know, whatever (laughs) sounds fun that you're into, go and do that. Um, and then my third, like one of my favorite manifestation tips and, or like hacks, I guess, would be to make it fun, make it a game. I think a lot of people get stuck in thinking manifestation has to be so serious and so like step-by-step process, but every day I just want you guys to ask yourself, like, 
what would be really fun to do today? Because the more you follow that like heart center, like this is something I genuinely want to do that I'm excited about, the more good things that can come into your life. It's like focusing on fun, love and gratitude. That's just what you're going to end up bringing back. So have more fun with your life. Have more hobbies, like laugh every day. Like, yeah. Go have some fucking fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, before we wrap the show, we do a segment mm-hmm. every week called Weekly Weakness, and it's all about your favorite thing of the moment. So it could be a product, a TV show, Ooh. anything. Oh, my gosh. Okay, can I do two? Yes. Okay, so one that I'm like, that I finished, but it's like a Netflix show. It's so good, and it's a French show, but I think you can translate it to English. It's called Plan Coeur, which is like, um, I don't know what that is in English, but it's spelled like plan, like P-L-A-N, uh-huh. and then C-O-E-U-R, and it's this, it's only two seasons long on Netflix, and it's just like this super cute, like kind of rom-com uh, French show that's like based in Paris, so I'm like super obsessed with that, I finished <laughs> it already, and I'm pretty sure you guys can watch it in English, so that one, and then Oh, just like an OG Michaela J obsession is smoothies. Like I'm addicted to smoothies. Um, Are you? It's an actual problem. Yes. <laughs> I have to have a smoothie like every single day. And my go-to right now would be just like frozen bananas, peanut butter, and like chocolate oat milk. And just that. It's oh so my God. That sounds so good. I love smoothies. Like a classic. out of cold brew. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You should add, like, a shot of espresso to that. One of the smoothie places here do that. Mm, Yeah. There's a smoothie place here that does it, and it's so freaking good. So it depends on, like, how much I have to do that day because I'm also addicted to matcha. So I'll be like, okay, I either do a matcha or I add the cold brew. But smoothies are just, like, an OG obsession of mine. Oh, my (laughs) God. I love a good smoothie. Do you add any, like, supplements to it, like collagen or anything? Um, It just depends on the day. So sometimes if I have, like, a really hard workout, I'll have them add, like, BCAAs. Or um, since I've been sick, one of my smoothie places does immune boosters. So I guess it's just kind of whatever I'm feeling that day. Sometimes I'll be like, yeah, let's throw in some vitamins. (laughs) I'll be like, what should I add today? And I love getting people's recommendations. Like, when I'm at restaurants, I'm like, what wine do you like? Like, give me that one. Yeah, That's yeah, kind of yeah. What I do with my smoothies. <laughs> like whichever one people order the most. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, what's the most popular? Yeah. I'll just do that. <laughs> <laughs> can you tell the listeners where they can find you? Yeah, of course. You guys can come hang out with me on Instagram. I'm at the Michaela J, and J is spelled J A I. And I also have a podcast, which Nicole has been on, which it was such a good episode. So you guys have to go listen. But my podcast is called Mindset Magic and Manifestation. So those are like the two best places to hang with me. I love your podcast. So uplifting. And thank you so much for sharing all your tips and tricks with us today. Of course. Yeah. I want you guys to be spiritual, manifesting the things, being bougie, <laughs> go manifest a G-Wagon. We'll yes. all <laughs> Okay, babe. I'll talk to you soon. Talk soon. Bye. Bye. I hope you guys enjoyed that conversation with Michaela. And if you guys haven't listened to her podcast, I highly recommend you guys go check that out and give her a follow on Instagram. If you guys enjoyed this episode or any other previous episode, go ahead and give me a five-star rating 
and hit that subscribe button and come back and hang out with me every single Friday on Vibing and Valentino. Have a wonderful weekend. Be safe and I'll catch you guys later. Bye.